I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard, Matt Ellis. Well, we're into January now, which of course means it's the transfer window. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, just, just a little thing, just straight off. Um, two bits of positive news in the sense that uh, Keith Hill and uh, Miles Hippolyte have been nominated for manager and player of the month, respectively. So, you know, we, we talked about both of them, haven't they, what they've done. So it's nice to see that little bit of acknowledgement, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It, I mean, it's it's pretty irrelevant after yesterday's result, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to Tramia. Um, let's do transfers, I think, first, because there's already been some significant movement, hasn't there? Um Couple of couple of the younger players have gone out on loan. So Wilson's one; he's gone on loan to Scarborough. Let Let's start with the loan extension. So Hackney, he's been extended to the end of the season. I think on the last podcast we talked about him, weren't we? And you know, he's one we we do like. He's improved uh, after initially we weren't being so sure. Uh, we were saying last time, weren't we? Of all the loan players, he's the one that we'd want to keep. Um, so you know, it's I think it's a positive bit of business that, that that's been done. Yeah, definitely. I think he's um, as you say, and I think we we touched on it last time. Uh, when he first came in, didn't really hit the ground running, but I think he's since Hill's been in, especially, he seems to have uh, improved quite a lot, and and he does sort of offer quite a lot to the team, really. Um, so yeah, it was one that I think it was important to get it done because it's it's going to be difficult, obviously, with the situation we're in at the moment. Um, obviously, down at the bottom of the league too, not many players are going to want to come here. So um, I think it was important that he's obviously really keen to stay. Um, wants to kind of help and, and, and try and keep the club in the Football League. I think he said that in his interview. Um, and, you know, he's, he's been one of our better players of, of late. So I think it was it was important to get it done um, because I'm not sure we'd be able to get any any better uh, in at the moment, uh, given the situation. So, yeah, I think it's um, it was a positive. Um, however, I mean, you, you go back to Swan's interview prior to the Carlisle game. Um, he said there were going to be two in last week. Um well, obviously we've got the one in in Burns, um, but then you know it appears as though Hackney was counted as the second, which disappointed me a little bit actually, because obviously the I, I kind of understood it as two players coming in, so you know even if Loft did go, um, we'd be kind of one up in in bodies and and strengthening a little bit that way, um, but that hasn't happened, has it? It's, um, it's obviously a player that's already here that's that's made that second signing, if you like, obviously the extension. Um, and and actually, if you look at it, um, we, we're actually um, not as strong, are we? Now, now Loft's gone, we're just not as strong. Uh, the squad's not as strong. And um, yeah, we're actually in a weaker position than we were last week. Yeah, well, let, let's talk about Loft, because I think in many ways it was probably inevitable that he was going. You know, there's been a lot of talk that he was out of contract anyway in the summer. So if they're going to, you know, are they have a chance to get a bit of money for him, maybe that would be taken. Obviously, he's gone to Bristol Rovers. Um there's debate, isn't there, with Ryan Loft, sort of how much he offered. I mean, I guess his, his goal-scoring record, you know, he's a player that scores, but it's not frequently, is it? Um, we've certainly questioned him this season and Carlisle, which obviously ultimately was his uh, last one. Not not a great performance by any means. Um, the, the, the thing, I think, with this for me 
um, I don't know about you guys, I imagine you're probably similar, is that the, the fact that we don't seem to have somebody lined up. Now, yes, we've got Burns in, okay? Is he the replacement for Loft? I don't know. We saw him at Tramir. You know, we can talk about him later. He, he looks okay, actually. He does look quite good. Um, but until we have somebody in the building essentially signed on, to let Loft go without that guarantee seems a big risk to me. Yeah, and I think that the sort of the, the figure of the sort of Loft has caused quite a lot of debate, actually. I got quite a lot of stick on Twitter um, <clears throat> yesterday after the result uh, against Tramir. Just, just kind of asking, did we, you know, <clears throat> did we really sell him without a, a replacement lined up or so, nailed down, so to speak? And evidently, we have, and, and these replacements seems to have slipped the net by the looks of it. Um, and you know, kind of the the quality and and the sort of goal return, um, obviously is 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 open to argument of what kind of loft delivered. But I think at the end of the day, was this season our, our joint top scorer with Hippolyte last season. I'm sure he was our top scorer. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Um, and still, despite the fact that yes, he didn't have a great goal scoring record, really. Um, if you if you needed a goal, you know, and you looked at the team sheet, who did you think was going to provide it? And it was it was loft, as simple as that. And the fact that we've lost him and not replaced him, as you said, Matt's made the team weaker um, at a time when we can't afford the team to be weaker than it was a couple of weeks ago. As um, Hill said, the next sort of seven games. He said they're really important, you know, obviously, of course, every game is important, but he said specifically the next seven games. And I think that, you know, <clears throat> it's not a great move by the club. And it's it's another kind of misstep in, in sort of like a, a recent history of shambolic recruitment, really. Let's be honest, it's it's been garbage for too long. And this is one of the reasons we're kind of left where we are now. And, and, and you look across the team and, and the squad and think, you know, which, which player you know, or which collection of players are going to help us get through this mess. And I, I don't really see any, to be quite honest, in this squad. You know, obviously one or two bright sparks this season. Hippolyte has been a lot better than we thought. You know, Watson's been better. Unfortunately, he made a mess of the first goal yesterday, uh, which didn't help against a, a very good, kind of a strong Tramway team even. Um, and I think that, you know, just looking just looking on the bench, you know, you, you bring Jarvis on, who's, who's probably not fit because he's had COVID, but really what's, you know, he's, he's he's not going to provide what you need, is he really? And he's another one that was brought in and it's just seemingly baffling signing at the time when he came in and, and look across <clears throat> look across the team where, you know, Green's really not been doing what he's supposed to be doing. I think that um, after watching the game yesterday and, and listening to the radio, um, Tom Newey just said, you know, why why doesn't he just run at these players? You know, he's, he's obviously got the pace. His end products have always been questioned, but even yesterday, he didn't run at any fullback, despite the fact that, you know, he's obviously got the pace to do so. And and they had a 40-year-old centre-back on the pitch and he still wasn't running at the defence. Christ knows why. Um, you know, again, he's, he's one of the players that you would maybe look at to make something, something happen, but it's not been happening. You know, Beeston's not even getting a look in at the minute. You know, I mean, I'm going on a tangent here a little bit because we were talking about Loft, but I think just yeah, but it's not. It's not to suggest. It's not to suggest <clears throat> that Loft would make all the difference were he here because you know we haven't seen that so far. Have we? And there's not really no. anything to suggest that he would. But it, it is the fact that we now don't have that option, do we? Yeah, exactly. And out of all the players in the squad, as I said, he would be one of the players, probably alongside Hippolyte, maybe with Beast as well, that you would look to change the game to get a goal to to pull out a pass or to pull something out of the bag to to get you something from a game and, and he, he's now gone so 
the squad is now depleted by the fact that he's gone, you know, it, whether how good you think he is or his attitude or whatever, it's irrelevant, really, this squad. I said, Matt, is, yes, completely. It is now weaker because lots gone and there is no replacement, unfortunately. And it's as simple as that. And we cannot afford to get this transfer window wrong, which we've done on so many, you know, so many occasions in the past few seasons. And I think that um, if we if we do, if, if we don't get the right players in, there's, there's no way that we're going to stay up. Even now, I don't think we're going to stay up. I can't see it personally. Um I think despite the fact that, um, you know, clearly Keith Keith Hill is a, is a good manager. He, he's made a big difference already, but he's still got a long way to go to kind of turn the, the team around to, to keeping us out or keeping us in this league. And I think that, you know, surely he's, he's, he's a manager of, you know, particular quality in the, in the, at this level. And, and then surely the chairman must have thought that he's going to want back in or we're going to have to back him to stay up. We can't just bring the new manager in and expect him to save us with no support, no reinforcements or anything like that. And, and I think that if, that if that is the case or if we can't work out a way to bring players in and we can't work away, out a way to do something with this embargo, then it's 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 going to cost us more next season when we drop out of the league. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I think that's, that's spot on. And I think, you know, we've spoken in the past couple of Januaries where we, we've said it's a really important window, but we always kind of look to this season you know in the summer and then obviously January has, has been a really I don't know sort of the most important ever really um, and I know we keep saying that but this time you know we're in the position we're in and we have to get it right and we've just not got off to a good start you know we're what nine ten days in and um, yeah we are in a weaker position I think with Loft I mean the thing that's that's so frustrating about the Loft um, sale um, you know I appreciate that there's that we probably needed to from a financial situation. Um, however, if you kind of, you read what Simon's, uh, obviously Simon Elliott's been on Twitter, updating the fans, things like that, which which is obviously, um, it's great. You know, it's, it's, um, it's nice to have that communication again um, with the board. However, you know, you read Simon's tweets and, I mean, Swan did say when just before the Carlisle game that Loft wouldn't be sold without a replacement um, in the building. And, you know, Simon has come on to say that Burns wasn't the replacement and, you know, he, he's a completely different player. I know he's a striker, fair enough. You know, you could probably say, yeah, okay, two strikers, you've replaced him with another striker. That's fair enough. However, um, if he wasn't the sort of intended replacement for Loft. Um, you know, what's happened to him, if there was one? Um, and it makes you kind of question whether there was one, whether there was a real plan in place um, if Loft left. Because I was under the impression, and it sounded like um, Loft will go if we can get this other player in the building. Um, obviously, as it's, as it's happened, we've, we've kind of lost Loft. Um, and, you know, I don't think fans would have been too bothered really I think with I think everyone could understand we we've got no money um you know 50 grand okay not a massive amount but you know it's it's a fair amount really considering he's not been great has he over over the past couple of seasons um and you know I think everyone would have would have accepted that but the thing for me you just you just can't let him go you know he turned the game on his head at Oldham um Hill's obviously not been too keen um, really I don't think to play in that much you know he's, he's been in and out hasn't he he's not been a, in a regular starter so um, I, I think Hill would have been not happy to see him go but you know I think he, he again not too bothered if he could get a replacement in but you know we, we're kind of still waiting and 
as Matt said there, we've lost a player that could potentially win a game and, and come on and turn a game like we've seen at Oldham. Okay, he's not done it enough. Um, and, you know, he, he does need to kind of find that consistency in his game. But you wouldn't be surprised if he did go to Bristol and, and find it. You know, it's, it's just one of those, another one of those where he'll probably leave and, and do really well. But you look at his stats when he was here, I think over the past two seasons, he's contributed to over 30% of the goals, um, you know, whether whether that be goals or assists. Well, that's that's a fair chunk, really, considering, you know, he's um, he had a, a little spell last season when he was OK, and then it largely poor, wasn't he? He's had injuries and things like that. So I think, you know, 32% of, of all goals in that time to have a hand in those, um, you know, it's a big chunk of goals to lose, um, especially when you look at the strikers that are still on the books that, that haven't really um, you know, scored many or, or assisted. So, yeah, I think it's it's just disappointing how it's happened. I think, you know, by all means, sell Loft, but wait till you've got someone in to replace him, someone that's not, you know, and this is no disrespect to Burns, but he's got no experience of, of the Football League. He might turn out to be a good player, um, but we needed someone at least, at the very least for me, um, with the same sort of experience as Loft or, or more experience, because I think we, we are missing that still. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, that's not the case at the minute. Which is still a long way to go in the window, but, you know, there's, there's a long way to go in the window, but the next few games, we need to get something. And you, you look at the fixture list, um, <laughs> very, very tough fixtures coming up. And you just, yeah, it's all right. I mean, yesterday, you, you can say we played some nice stuff, but in, in the first half again, but, you know, we, we've not got a striker on the pitch. Um you know, we, we definitely needed to replace him before he went. I think that's going to be probably, um, you know, if we if we do get relegated, you could probably point to that and say, you know, that's that's a key part of that because, you know, even though he might not want to be here, he was still chipping in with a few goals and and as Matt said, he could turn games on its head. Well, you mentioned that there's still a couple of you know a couple of weeks left in the in the window. I mean, we're what, we're only about ten days into January, aren't we? Um, but like you say, you know, you look at the fixtures. You've got what we've got Newport, Exeter. They're all coming up, aren't they? And then. You know, there's rearranged games, isn't there? there? Of course, there was a couple of games called off over Christmas. We know Bristol Rovers has been rearranged for, for January. You know, so there's, you know, games can get inserted in. And, and as Matt said earlier on, Keith Hill's talked about the next sort of seven games being really significant in terms of how this season goes. You know, a lot of games can pass us by. And if we're not getting players in, then, you know, that's going to be a massive problem. Well, the, the other thing is, obviously, we've, we've seen uh, some effect of COVID this in, in the last few weeks, obviously, players missing out. Um, you know, it only takes a few more players, a couple of strikers, for example, pick up COVID and, and we're down to the bare bones. And I think, you know, if if um, Bristol really wanted Loft, I mean, how many times have, have we been in a position where we've tried to get a player and, and either the lone parent club have said, well, yes, you can have him, but we need to sign someone a replacement before you can have him. And we miss out on that player because they don't get someone in. Um, I think, you know, we, we could have easily said to Bristol, you know, fine, come back in a couple of weeks. If, if we've got a replacement, that's that's fine. Um, because ultimately it does come down to sort of bodies in the squad, doesn't it? I think, um, you know, we, we've seen some of the young lads recently getting a chance and, and that's great, but... You know, we we do look thin on the ground. You look at that starting lineup yesterday. I mean, there's players out of position. Um, you know, there's, there's players that are still not quite fit. I guess Kenyon is is probably one of those. Beeston's probably one of those um, because you know I think they would be in that first team first team really starting the eleven if if they were fit at this moment in time. Um, so and you obviously Manny's missing and, and a few others and 
you know, we, we can't afford to be any lighter really than, than we are at the moment. Um, but obviously we do need to move players out to get players in. Um, we kind of knew that anyway. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it's just the timing of it's not really been, been very good. Um, so we'll see, but yeah, we, we've got a, a long while in the window, but it's time's running out in terms of sort of, um, football league status, I think, unfortunately. And obviously we've alluded to it already, but it, things are not made easy with this embargo, is it? And 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 again, as we've mentioned on many episodes, we, we're not really 100% sure what it means, really, do we, in terms of what we can do, what we can't do. Um, there's obviously been mentioned, I think Peter Swan has mentioned in that interview you've already talked about, I think it was with, with the one with Burnsy and, and certainly other events that, you know, there's potential maybe at, at paying it off. And I know we've, you know, we've had loads of comments, you see on Twitter all the time, you know, can he pay that loan off? I mean, that's another thing, isn't it? Is that even something that's feasible? And, and I mean, for example, let's say it is paid off. Will it, you know, does it all come through in time for this transfer window? You know, it, you know, we, there's just so much we don't really know. No, we, we don't. And it's, it's, we, we don't, we don't know. It's, it's too hazy. We don't know the, the details of it. Does anybody, any Scunthorpe United fan know the detail of it? You know, um, does, does the board even know what the hell's going on? Um, you know, who, who knows? But really, unless we do something about it and we bring players in, um, that's it. There's no way we're staying up. It's, this just, it just can't happen. I mean, you just look at the squad. Um, I'm just looking at the squad now, actually, and, and, and just have some of these players I've forgotten even existed, to be quite honest. You've got uh, Dunwall Turan, you know, where on earth is he gone? You know, obviously you've got Jarvis, who's who's clearly not good enough, unfortunately. Um, you know, it's not quite work for Harry Bunn. Um, sorry, I'm just going through the squad. Just just the, kind of the gravity, the fact that the team, you know, as it is now, without reinforcements, that there is no way no no chance in hell that we're going to stay up. But even if we did, it's going to be a tough ask. Devon Green never really produced. Alex Perry, where's he gone? Do we know? Um, you know, I've not seen him in a while. Um, <clears throat> Harry Woods, you know, like what what was that? You know, is he, I assume he's going to be going back. I've forgotten he was even here, you know. Um, and then obviously you've got Kenyon who... God knows what's going on with him. Beeston, it wouldn't surprise me if Beeston went in the transfer window. Um, you know, I'm not really sure what's going on with him. Jordan Hallam, again, you know, twisted sock. Um, you know, it's not worked for Harry Davis. Lewis Thompson's injured at the minute, I believe. Gyro, you know, where does he even play? You know, never really started well for Millen. Obviously, O'Malley's still been pretty good when he's played. You know, no, no kind of arguments there. Taft's just, uh, you know, just seems to be incapable of defending anymore. We don't know where Onorisi is. Is he injured? Does he have COVID? Who knows? Obviously, we've got Bilson on loan. You know, what's he doing there? He's not going to play. What's the point? <clears throat> you know, and that's that's not even all the players in the squad. So it's like sort of 60, 70% of the players in the squad have got question marks over their head. You know, are they fit? Are they good enough? You know, are they committed? No, 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 probably. Um, you know, so, you know, we're in a real mess. And, and again, this is just symptoms of a kind of, seasons and seasons worth of absolutely abysmal recruitment and that we're in this position now and you can't recruit you correct you cannot recruit your way out of this you know if we brought in five or six players with some experience some quality which i honestly cannot see happening um it's been a relatively disastrous start to the transfer window hill looks like he's kind of losing patience a little bit with it i mean i was i think we've probably mentioned this at some point if not on this podcast that 
you know, the, the lineup yesterday mm. from the manager was probably kind of, you know, a public show of kind of desperation. Uh, you know, he needs help, he needs reinforcements, no matter how good he is, how experienced he is at this level. There's only so much you can do with some of these players who are barely professionals. Do you know what I mean? So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's really, really simple. Either we sort the loan out and bring players in or we get relegated. There's no two ways about it. There's no grey area, you know. These these are the terms in which we stay in the football league, and unfortunately, we brought in a manager who clearly knows what he's doing. But unfortunately, there is only so much you can do with the current players that are here, and he cannot do enough with the current shower shout we already have here. So he needs to bring players in, and that's 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 as simple as it is, really. But he must. I mean, someone of Hill's caliber, he's going to have been having those conversations before he took the job. Surely, I mean, he he will have had a look at this before saying yes. And this January window. He must have had some sort of assurances, because otherwise, why would he take it? He won't have been the only manager that's been in for an interview, taking the job under certain assurances and certain um, statements, if you like, made by the chairman saying, yes, we will support you here, we will do this. And it's quite clearly at the moment, we're still only in, so like, what, it's the 9th? Um, 9th of January as we record this we're still early in January but it's not been a good start and if it's anything to go by the previous sort of however many transfer windows you know is it going to get any better but yeah you're probably right and and he will have been made assurances he's not going to want to come in here and think you know this is what I've got to work with I'm not going to get any support in January surely not I mean it must have been part of his remit to say that you know you will get a chance to bring players in in January to help to reinforce Um, because he would have had an inkling of how bad the situation is and and you know maybe it's starting to dawn on me mean, actually this is more of a, a kind of a, a challenge than I thought you know and, and and if I can't get a certain amount of players in to help me then you know a relegation is going to go on my CV. Yeah I mean it's it's funny how things can change in a couple of weeks obviously the the Carlisle game was a, a massive one really and um you know although we started that game fairly well obviously we we conceded the first goal and unfortunately they just made it very difficult to get back in the game and I think we we ran out of ideas and and that was a key game really you look at some of the games we've had um recently obviously the Stevenage one away at Stevenage we should have won that really on, on the night the Carlisle game I know we didn't create a massive amount but they they were organized but you know with the half decent team would have beaten them that day and I think it was so disappointing after the Oldham game and play some really good stuff, look good in that second half, um, to then come up short against Carlisle. I think it's, it's probably just not stuffing out of them a little bit. And, um, you know, we, we do. And even after that Oldham game, we were saying we still need some some reinforcement sort of thing. But I was I was relatively optimistic after that, that, that we could kick on a little bit. And, um, you know, I was it was obvious. I think every, everyone knows that we're still... You know, if Loft went, we needed a player to replace him. There's various other positions in the squad. I think central midfield, we've got quite a lot in there, but we've we've not really got anyone that can play a good forward pass. Um, Maybe talk about centre-back as well, actually, there, Matt, because you just said something quite interesting uh, before we started this, actually. Yeah, yeah, you know, I I do think we are weak at centre-back. I think, um, obviously, with Manny missing, I think it it really does highlight that. Um, You know, you look at, the games Davis has played, I know he's missed quite a few with with injury, but you look at all the games where we've conceded three, four, five, six, or whatever it is, um, and Davis has been played. And I'm, I'm not just saying, you know, I don't think he's he's that bad, but unfortunately, when Davis and, and Taft are in the side together, um, you know, it just doesn't work for whatever reason. I think Manny, um, 
sometimes gets gets the other centre back out of trouble. And to be fair, I don't think Manny's had a, a great season. Let's let's be honest. I think um, he's not quite reached the heights of, of last year. Um, and I know he's had a couple of injuries and, and knocks and things like that. But I think um, you know we do look better better organised and, and defend. We seem to defend better when he's in the side. So um, I think that's been a blow. Um, and unfortunately. You know, you look at it. Taft's had a few injury issues. I know he's been playing through some of them. Um, Davis has obviously had a couple of knocks um, as well. You lose one of those, or you, you know, you lose another one. Um, I don't know who who plays there to be honest. Cause I, I don't really rate Jay Jay Rowe there. Um, really, I wouldn't want him playing there for for any length of time. And you look at it and that's a, a key problem, I think. And um, that's another issue. That's another area that we really, for me, do need to do need to strengthen. And I think if we don't, I think if, there's a couple of positions. Obviously, we're crying out for a striker. Um, but I do think centre-back, if we don't get another centre-back in, um, you know, I'm, I'm really concerned about that because um, it's just, just not quite working. When Manny's not in there, it's just, just not working, unfortunately. So... Um, so yeah, I'd like to see another one in, but again, um, you know, I think did Swan say hoping for five in, five out, something like that? Um, does that mean with with the sort of embargo? Does that mean that they've they've got to play senior games? I know we've got a couple of the young lads out on loan, but I don't know if they actually count towards um, you know the quota. Uh, who knows? Um, but I think the the main thing is, and I think we do need clarification from from the club. Obviously, Swan had mentioned in um, shareholders' meetings and things like that that if it does get to the stage where we do need to strengthen and um, there is an option to pay the loan back, he would consider it. Um, and if, if the situation was that desperate, he would consider paying that back um, to allow us to strengthen a little bit. Well, you know, if if there is if there was ever a time, I think that time is definitely now. Um, but I think there needs to be some clarification whether, you know, if he if he pays it back and we can't strengthen anyway um, until sort of the summer, then, you know, there's just no point whatsoever. But, you know, the fans need to know really um, where we stand with that. And I know he's always said, you know, there's only so much he can say. Yeah, you know, he's got to be kind of careful what he says with, with regards to the loan, things like that, because of the EFL. And I think if you look at the other clubs that have taken it as well, um, you know, they're, they're all saying a similar thing. Um, however, I think, you know, that's a pretty key um, piece of information that, that the fans deserve, really. The fans deserve to know um, whether it can be paid off and, and if it does, can we then strengthen on the back of it? Um, but, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I think the, the point, whether we needed to take it, whether we should have taken it, um, I know, obviously, um all clubs are struggling and, and you look at the clubs that, that had taken the loan and interestingly that the majority of them are in in the relegation zone in their in their leagues. And I think obviously Fleetwood are maybe just outside at the moment, but they're struggling. I think Gillingham have obviously taken it and, and they're struggling in the in the relegation zone. Um, you know, there's us, there's, there's obviously Oldham. So, you know, there's a there's a common theme there and, and essentially we're penalised for taking it. And whether that was the right thing, I think that's that's an entirely different question. Um, you know, whether the EFL should have penalised, you know, I think there should have been more support for clubs anyway, on the whole. And I do agree with Swan on, on that point, that obviously um, there, there should have been more help. However, I think 
whether you would ask him now whether we, he would do the same again I mean that would be an interesting question I know Fleetwood's owner has said he, he thought it was the best thing at the time and he would make that decision the same decision again um, if he was given the chance I mean it would be interesting to ask ask um, Swan whether he would take it if if he knew we was going to be in this situation uh, and I know he will kind of say well we can only spend so much of the turnover anyway which again is, is probably another fair point um, but yeah, I think if we can pay it off, he, if he can pay it off um, and we can strengthen, then, then I think it's something, if he's if he wants to keep the club in the Football League, um, which he's, he says that's what he wants to do, um, then I think it's something he seriously needs to, to consider. Um, but yeah, I think obviously we need a bit more information on that uh, before we can, we can speculate. Because I've read certain things, you know, people are speculating... Um, certain things so a little bit of clarification would be nice um, Right let's let's turn to the game slightly I mean we can mention Burns when we talk about Tramere I think um, you talked about Carlisle a little bit and I, th- I think both the games have the same thing in common in that we did start quite well and there are you know a few chances but it, almost now that's become standard you know since Hill's come in we are playing a lot better that's not you know that's not anything that's sort of is new to this podcast or anything like that. But the fact now is that you know, that only goes so far, really, doesn't it? And whilst it is great that we have turned that around, you know, we're certainly looking a lot better than we did. We've got to start turning these into, into wins, haven't we? I mean, you know, you, you mentioned already, Matt, Carlisle was, you know, quite a big opportunity. Yeah, it was. And I mean, you look at that game, we've, we've started quite a few of the games okay, but like, you know, we've, we've created a few chances and, um, especially some of the home games that we've played under Hill, you know, we, we've had chances, we've not been able to convert, and and unfortunately we've we've not gone on. We've drawn the game, or or in the case of Carlisle, we've, we've gone on and lost it. Um, and it's it's fine margins, you know. I think if we'd have got a couple of goals in that that first half, I'm thinking Loft had a chance, he, he should have scored, and there were a couple of others, um, you know, that that didn't quite, it just didn't fall for us all all day really. The Carlisle game, I think. That's kind of what happens, doesn't it? When when you're bottom of the table, um, nothing really comes off, um, and we're just not taking our chances really when when they do come by. And and I think the Oldham game we did obviously the second half at Oldham, every every chance we had we we found the net, and that's been quite rare, hasn't it, for us? I think um, we've missed too many chances when we're on top of games, and it's it's kind of come back to bite us. And um, yeah, I do think the Carlisle game if if we had gone in. One nil up, we we may have got something out of it. We we may have gone on to win it, and we may be kind of in a little bit better position than we are at the moment. Because uh, I think it was a a must win. I, I think it was that we didn't turn up. It was just that for whatever reason, it it just didn't quite come off. And I think the longer it went on, we just ran out of ideas. We we didn't really have an answer. You know, they were very organised. I think the the manager, I can't think of his name, but he's gone in there, similar job to to Hill. Really got them kind of go in and and um you know he's actually managed to pull away with a couple of wins and i think there there's i don't know maybe six points gap now for, for carlisle so he's doing a decent job then i think it was always going to be a tough game but you know i think on another on another day you know a, a decent a decent team would have beat them easily and that's that's the most frustrating thing um and i think you know yesterday obviously a tough game tramir flying um but again you're looking at sort of big moments, I guess, and 
things that just don't quite go for you or mistakes that are made and and you find yourself one down and it's a it's a mountain to climb especially a team like Tranmere um who I thought were poor really poor when they came to our place earlier in the season uh, obviously got back on track after that and um you know they, they look a really decent side but that first goal you know if, if we could avoid that first goal um and we should have avoided it really I think it was poor defensively and, and, and poor goalkeeping um then you know who knows you know the longer you stay in the game I think I think we've got a bit of confidence from that playing relatively well in in that first half but again you know just just doesn't go for us one mistake and and it's pretty much game over because as soon as that goes in you don't really think we're going to come back from that against against a team with as much momentum as Tramie have at the minute. Um, we'll, we'll come to Tramie in a second there's just one other thing I do want to bring up from the Carlisle game uh, and that's uh, Harry Lewis because obviously he was the one that you know impressed and, and scored in that Man United game uh, senior professional debut didn't he and he came on he, he looked quite lively didn't he he had a couple of runs he, you know he, he looks quite good didn't he yeah he, he looked okay didn't he I think he as you say he made a couple of good runs um, showed some really good touches and, and sort of just tried to get at the uh, Carlisle defence and, and make things happen and I think he he was unlucky really with, <clears throat> with one of the chances he had um, however I, I do think again we, we've spoken about the lineup yesterday obviously Gallimore's in there um, I don't think you know, when Gallimore has played he hasn't looked out of place I don't, I don't want to criticise him because um, I think he's he's done okay and I think all the young lads when they've they've been given an opportunity even Wilson earlier in the season I think he's come in and, and done okay um, however, you know you're looking at it, and he obviously brings Loft off in that game, which which to me was kind of the the signal that he was he was going, and that was yeah. I, I just couldn't see him lasting <clears throat> at the club any longer, really, when when he was brought off. Um, and I know Hill was trying to change things, but you're looking at sort of uh, players. Well, what what I'm trying to say is that you know he's a young lad we shouldn't really be relying on someone 17 years old to, to kind of come on and, and produce something special to, to get us out of the mess. Um, unfortunately, that's kind of where we're at at the moment. And um, yes, he had a, he had a decent game when he came on after he'd settled down, he had a sort of a nervy few minutes. Um, however, I think it does show the position we're in um, and it's very difficult for, for these young lads. You know, I think if we were at the top of the league um it, probably be a lot easier for Hill to, to maybe give some of these a chance and, and I think they would enjoy it a little bit more but unfortunately given the situation you know you're kind of throwing them in the deep end and it's not always a, a great sort of um, environment to, to kind of bring these young players through um, especially when you, you kind of lose in and, and at the wrong end of the table but I think the ones that have played the, they've all done, done really well but I do think it shows a, a really worrying um, lack of, of strength in depth at the moment and um, Ultimately, I mean that's that's got to be put right in January. Otherwise, I think it's um, you know the, the writing's on the wall. Yeah, well, I mean you know, we've mentioned it already, haven't we? But the lineup for Tramir, it, it stood seemed to be a statement, didn't it? Really? Um, and yeah, you mentioned Gallimore, and I, I I don't know about what about you, Matt? I think he did he did okay, didn't he? I mean a bit unfortunate with the with the second one, but it, you know generally I thought he 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 didn't look out of place, did he? No, he didn't <clears throat> didn't look too out of place. You know he. he he seemed all right, um, you know, and, and he did relatively well early on in, in a game against, you know, a good opposition in Tranmere. It was just a little bit unfortunate um, that he, he kind of made that header on the edge of the box, really, um, that fell to uh, the Tranmere player who, who just put it away. Um, really unfortunate. Um, but, you know, I mean, 
you put kind of young lads in football league games, you kind of expect them to make a certain amount of mistakes. It's just the way it is. You know, they, they have to learn from it. It's part of the uh, the football edu- education, really. But, um, you know, should should we, again, the question is, should we, we be relying on a young lad in the sort of centre centre of midfield, you know, um, at, at such a crucial time in the club's history? And probably the answer is is no, really, with kind of Beeston and um, Kenyon on the bench there. So those are the kind of wider questions you've got to ask, really. But, you know, as you said, he, he looks relatively uh, solid and, and um, you know, un- un- unfazed, really, by the by the occasion. And, uh, you know, that's obviously credit to the club for bringing these uh, young players through the academy system um, because there's been, you know, quite a few in the past few years, despite our uh, plight. Yeah, we look at the Tranmere game and we've mentioned the first one. It's individual errors, isn't it? And, you know, to be fair to Watson, he's come up afterwards, he's done the interview, he's, you know, he's taken, uh, you know, he's owned up to it, basically. Um, but this is the sort of type of stuff, I'm not just specifically talking about that first goal, but the sort of individual errors that we were got that we got in the Tranmere game was reminiscent of the sort of previous couple of seasons that we've had, isn't it? And, the, I mean, there were chances. There were chances at 2-0, wasn't there? Um, but I, I think the third goal, that that was the real difference between the team, wasn't it? I mean, it was what we, I mean, we were on, we were up there at their end, weren't we? It was, I think it was a corner, wasn't it? And you, you look, what, three, four yeah. touches from Tranmere and it's in the back of the net. And you just think that that's the difference between the two, isn't it? I mean, we, we would, we're just nowhere near being able to do anything like that. Yeah. And I think this is something that was repeated <clears throat> ad nauseum really on the, um, on the commentary from, um, from, from Tom Newey, just saying that, um, you know, it doesn't really matter what you do in the middle of the pitch. It's it's what happens in both boxes on every game. And unfortunately, we're kind of found wanting across the season in both boxes. Not only can't we defend, but we can't score goals. And, and as you said, you know, that kind of um, really short period in the game where we, we nearly scored and we were putting a bit of pressure on, on Tramir, we were looking relatively you know, decent, and then it's. I think it's about two or three touches, and and they've scored another goal, and the game's completely over. And it's, it, as you said, it's it is pretty much just kind of a, you know, an example of where where we fail repeatedly this season, unfortunately. Well, you mentioned Nui there. I think something else that he was going over quite a few bits was just the fact that in in that game in particular, we we didn't really seem to be changing anything. You know, it was it was short corners out to green. To cross in and and you know he he may made much of the fact that you know Green's crossing is is not up there it's not you know the a main part of his game as such you know and you you mentioned earlier on that you know you want to see him run at players um, we were a little bit concerned the fact that you know as that game went on we just didn't really seem to to know not necessarily how to get back into it but how to change it I think we saw that at Carlisle as well you know I mean Loft went off Scrimshaw came on didn't he and but we were still just sort of launching it forward you know you, you, you know there didn't seem to be any 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 sort of know-how as to sort of change the the fortunes of the team if you like no and, and the worrying thing is that was without a doubt probably the worst kind of performance as a whole under under um Keith Hill really um and I think that despite the fact that he's yeah over the past few weeks we, we we've looked a lot harder to beat and we've always kind of always thought you know we might get something out of a game just because we've been a bit tired at the back and we've been playing better as a team really and and although that was the case of the first kind of 15-20 minutes yesterday yesterday against Tramir it, it it didn't hold unfortunately and I think that was one of the worrying things I think we to all intents and purposes, probably capitulated completely for the first time under under his stewardship, if you like, and um, <clears throat> that's pretty worrying, really, considering where we are at the moment. And, and we've we've made like really big strides to get the players fit and things like that. And I think these things have been working. And I actually thought, uh, kind of early early doors against Tramway, that we looked a lot fitter than they did, and all the players looked, you know, they looked pretty much on it, really. Um, 
more than I've seen in a while. Obviously, that didn't <clears throat> translate into any kind of result, but um, it is a little bit worrying there. And I think that there, there, there's some little cracks starting to appear, really. Um, just just some kind of glaring questions of, you know, I said, you know, why is, is Green taking free kicks? Why isn't O'Malley on every single set piece? Because quite clearly he is the best uh, dead ball player we've got in the squad and he was playing for 90 minutes. So I'm not really sure why he wasn't taking every free kick, every corner. A little bit strange, um, you know, given that um, we've got some height in the team and and really um, when you're at the bottom, you think, you know, every, every free kick, every corner is an opportunity to score against a, a superior position and, and we should be utilising the strength and the height of some of our defenders, some centre-backs, because um, we're not necessarily a small team um, and it's not really been happening and the ball into the box hasn't been great. Um, you know, so it's a little bit unfortunate that um, a man is not taking the the, the the dead ball um, set pieces really I don't really understand why to be quite honest and this is probably one for the manager I, I don't really understand why um, and yeah it's just a bit unfortunate and as you said you know not really sure what Green was doing you know he was obviously at a right wing back role does that not allow him to ball and pass um, <clears throat> their, their full backs and, and try and get to the byline and things like that because there was really no attempt from either O'Malley or, or Green really to do that yesterday which is a bit um, worrying considering that we've not got a huge amount of width in the team that's something we need you know is it was there certain instructions from the manager not to go too far forward till he was too exposed to, to obviously a, a decent Tranmere team nobody really knows do they um, obviously we got kind of swamped and sort of <clears throat> overpowered in midfield you know uh, Kenyon kind of wasn't there he's sort of that linchpin that holds it together sometimes when he's fit he's never fit but when he is he, he does do that job and obviously it was probably a little bit too much obviously Pew didn't have a good game and, and Gallimore as well and and we were probably a little bit out out fought and outmatched really unfortunately in the centre the pitch which is not a good thing when you're not playing with wingers um, so that leaves you really exposed um, so it didn't really seem to work. We didn't really create any chance. Oh, I said, said, said uh, tell a lie. We, we did create a couple of chances. One of them, Christ knows how we didn't score, but we, we had very few efforts on target. I think we probably maybe had, what, one or two. Um, <clears throat> it come to mind. I think there might have been one from Bun and might have been one from O'Malley as well. Um, which There's a couple from Burns in there, actually, as well. You mm-hmm. know, you know, on another day, you might have had two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and yeah, so it's it's just really worrying. I think just we've come really far, and we seem to have taken a little bit of a step back against against Tram there. But you know, having said that, they're they're a very good team, and and I think there was an interesting stat saying that they've conceded the least amount of goals in the all top three football league divisions in this in this country. So obviously, that's you know pretty difficult thing for a team who who never really scores for us. Um, so you know, as soon as you go one down, you really kind of skeptical if we're going to get anything from the game or not um, but yeah as I said look, hopefully it's just a little bit of a blip in the form because I think that's kind of where we've got we've probably been shown up, shown up as much as we've ever been under the new manager um, so hopefully um, we will be maybe a little bit back on it on the next game which is uh, a way to exit uh, so <laughs> yeah. <looking> forward to <laughs> um, they don't get any easier I'm afraid no they don't they certainly don't I mean and, and Tramir are you know they are a decent side aren't they they're definitely going to be up there um, let's just briefly before we move on let's t- let's talk about Burns um, Sam Burns forward coming from uh, Blackburn on loan we mentioned that he's, he's had there's, there's chances, you know, he, he looked like he had a bit decent bit of movement about him. You know, he certainly got in the right areas. I think, you know, if one of them, if he any sort of touch, it would probably go in. The one that's, um, well, the one I think you were alluding to, Matt, earlier on, I, I mean, I generally don't know how it stayed out, really. I mean, it was cleared sort of off the line, wasn't it? Um, you mentioned him. I thought he looked okay. Did the fact that, because seemingly there's there's nothing wrong with him, you know, he, he's fit, you know, he's, you know, he, he came on, obviously played a significant chunk of the game. 
did the fact that he wasn't put straight in the lineup, do you think that's a statement as such? Because we, you know, we did opt to start with no recognised striker in that first 11. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, whether whether Hill decided just not to throw him in, um, who knows? I mean, he's, he's only obviously been in the building a few days. That might have come into the, the thinking a little bit. But yeah, it was a bit odd that we'd not started with a, a recognised striker as such. Um and it'll be interesting how he does, um, and it'll be interesting sort of the next game. I think I think we we will need to start with with the striker. I think we you know it's it's clear that we we need someone up there. Um, but you look at Scrimshaw; he's obviously um, not played much recently, and by all accounts, Bournemouth are, are kind of passing his name round again, hoping to to kind of get him out on loan somewhere where he might get some games. I've, I've heard that. Um, so it might be that he he's one that we can move on and, and try and replace. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting with Burns, whether whether he goes with him just kind of down the middle on his own. I don't know. With with Bund, who knows? I mean, it's not... Bund's not really a striker, is he? I think he, he could play easily off the striker. I think he, he's looked quite dangerous there at times. Um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know who who you would play him up, up there with. Um, and, you know, he's a big risk at the end of the day. He's, he's not played any football league games. Um, obviously, I think he went down to um, play some games in the FC United, scored a couple of goals there. But obviously, the, there is a big difference in um, class uh, between the, the two divisions. And, we're, you know, we're, we're by no means... Um, playing excellent football, but, you know, there, there is a big step up there in, in terms of um, sort of what level he, he has been playing at. Um, but I think there, there was some encouragement yesterday. You know, he was in the right place. Obviously, he didn't score. I think he should have scored the one where, where Hackney uh, pulls it back for him. But he was in the right place. I think we can we can take a little bit of encouragement from that. Um, and hopefully with, you know, maybe another week's fitness under his belt, um, see how he goes if he gets the nod at Exeter. But... As we've said, you know, he cannot be the only striker we bring in this window. Um, whether we can move some of the others out, obviously, Turan, he's Swan, Swan basically said he'd forgot, forgotten about him. So, uh, you know, can we get him out of the building? Uh, can we get Scrimshaw out? Can we free up some room for, for another striker? Um, you know, I think it's, it's uh, you know, imperative we do that, really, because I think it's, it's looking really desperate, that situation. And I think it's unfair again to kind of, um, pin our hopes on on someone who's played no football league games. Um, you know, how old is he? 18, 17, something like 18, 19. Um, you know, we need better than that. We need we need more experience. We need someone who who knows the league. Um, but I'm not sure we're going to get it to be honest. And I, and I think that's the most worrying thing. Um, and I think that's really it's going to come down to to whether we you look at Stevenage for example. Um, you know, the players they brought in. I think looking at the other players, you know, that there's some experienced players in there. There's maybe one, one or two that are probably past it, but they bring that experience in and, and they picked up a decent result. And you know, if, if teams like that start picking up points and, and putting runs together um, and strengthening the side with with some experienced players who know the league, and we're just we're just strengthening with you know young lads from Championship sides on loan, then and you know I, I think. Unless we get lucky with with the players that we're recruiting, um, I think you know you'd you'd back Stevenage, for example, in that situation um, to to pull away from danger with with players who know the league and and have been there and done it, rather than some some young lads who you know trying to 
um, sort of make a name for themselves on loan. Um, yeah, I, I just it's it's getting it looks quite desperate actually at the moment. Um, and as we've said, you know, we, we've there is a long way to go in January. Um, but you know, the, there's a lot of games between now and the end of January, and we need to start picking up points because I think you're looking at the other teams around us. Um, Carlisle are picking up points. Stevenage have, have started picking up points. Colchester's um, got three games in hand. Colchester have got three games in hand. So you're looking at the league table, and yeah, it's, we said what, what was it two weeks ago that it was it was looking okay, looking quite good. Um, we were we were kind of in a, in a decent position. Uh, not a decent position, but a lot better <laughs> position than when when Hill came in. But you're looking at it now. Um, you're looking at sort of Stevenage and Barrow, really, and, and, and Carlisle as the three, if you like, and then obviously Bristol. Um, but those sort of three or four, um, and they're all strengthening. Bristol obviously signed Loft. Um, you know, Carlisle we'll definitely uh, score against us without a doubt. Well, you know, we we'll have to hope that he's he's injured or you know <coughs> some agreement in that deal that means he can't play. Um, this is how, United we're um, talking about, Matt. We play him on the twenty fifth, don't we? <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So that that will be interesting. But yeah, you know, you look at the teams around us. I mean, Barrow strengthened last year, didn't they? In January, um, that that kind of they brought some experienced players in that, that saw them pull away. Um, so they'll probably do the same again. Um, and all these teams, you know, they're, they're not under any embargo, so they can uh, they can bring experience in. I think that's going to be that is really the problem, isn't it? Um, we just we just are going to really struggle to bring anyone in. And, and there's players. It looks like they're they're wanting too much money, or they're just not quite fancying, uh, you know, uh, signing for Scunny at the minute. And uh, I think obviously Simon's gone on record to say that today that you know that they are in some promising conversations but things are just not coming off at the moment and players are waiting for better offers and unfortunately um, that's that's where we are at the moment um, and given the restrictions on, on how much we can pay players and things like that then you know you can't really blame players for, for kind of hanging around and waiting for a decent offer um, elsewhere but yeah it's, it's just a, a very difficult situation at the moment, but you know I think we do need some players in this week. <laughs> and um, you know it's we've got some games coming up. We've got really tough games coming up, um, and it's not just you know we, we just need to get players in before sooner rather than later because if we leave it much later, um, yeah, I, I just think we're we're going to really really struggle. Yeah, and I think we'll probably leave it there. I mean, I don't really know what to say as you say there, Matt. It's uh, it's not getting any easier. Um, thank you very much for listening to this one. I guess we'll see you on the next episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.